The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The world we live in has become a crazy place. Poverty is at an all-time high in the wealthiest nation on earth. We keep calling on government to save us with new programs, and we now have more people using food stamps than any time in our history. Keep seeking the answer to poverty through government, and the problem will continue to get worse. The answer to poverty is in our homes, churches, and communities, not in Washington or any state's capital. The long-term success of our country will come through our children if we teach them perseverance, humility, honor, character, hope, and love. And love will lead to action. This is the Mickey Allison Show. How we raise our children today will be our legacy for good or evil. Let's change the world. Now, here is Mickey Ellison. Welcome to the Mickey Ellison Show. I hope you're enjoying your day and you're going to enjoy this show. Um, I want to start this one off a little different than I have in the past. The, the last few shows, if you've listened, has, have been primarily around youth sports and the impact that we can have on, on kids. Um, the theme that we've been going with for some period of time now has been changing the world. And I'm extremely excited about what I hope we're about to announce with the two guests that I have on today. But when I first – I want to give you a history of this show. Um, Nathan Jett, uh, my executive producer for the show, contacted me back in, I think it was October or November of last year. And when he contacted me to do a show, frankly, I wasn't even thinking about doing a show, but I had some experience. I, I, I'm on a show in Wichita, Kansas a couple of times, or, uh, once a month or, or once a week, and I don't really know how Voice America actually found me and whether that was a good thing or not. I guess it depends on how long the show lasts. But um, when he first contacted me, I think my, my background is in financial planning and for the last 15 years. And I don't know if that was the idea that we were going to do. And frankly, I wasn't interested in doing a, a financial planning show. And I, I think they're born for one. Dave Ramsey does a great job, and he doesn't necessarily need my help to do that. Um, there's, there's some other shows that are out there. I don't have the greatest investment there ever was, and if you ever hear a commercial about that, I would give you one word of advice, and that's to run. Because if it's on television or on the radio and you're hearing about it there, you're probably too late. But anyway, the the show started, and I've had on some great guests in the very beginning. I had on David Simpson, who has uh, has written a book that's three, uh, three easy ways or three steps to financial planning, financial sanity and it was a great it was a great guest he's been on a couple times i had one of my favorite talk show hosts in the world is a guy named mike church and mike was kind enough to come on once and right about the time mike was coming on my brother sent me a post that was from changing the game project and i've had on this show three times john o'sullivan not because it's necessarily sports related but because what they're doing to change the lives of kids and they're doing it through youth sports and through that, 
in the last month or so, we finally went to a, a, a theme of changing the world. And through this, this theme, I've had the opportunity to introduce the listeners to this show to two friends that I have known, uh, Tiffany Sweely, who is on the line with us and we'll be talking here in a second. I've known Tiffany since I, I don't even remember not knowing Tiffany. Um, <laughs> I, I'm so old, I really don't remember not knowing Michael Gowan, who was our other guest on the show today. But we had been brought back together through this show and through Facebook, and we each have things that, that we're working towards, and we had a couple things in common. Um, one of those was a passion for God, we have a passion for fitness, and we have a passion for people. And those are the three things that I'm going to bring to the, to the table today, and, and Tiffany and Michael will add to it, and what we hope becomes more of a movement and not just us talking on, the, on a radio show or on an internet radio show. Um, in life, to become a, 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 the, the full person a lot of times is we look at them as spiritual, physical, meaning health, and financial. If you have those three together, you're in pretty good shape. Um, what I find often, and Tiffany and Michael, by the way, guys, Tiffany was on the show in the past. If you want to go back on MickeyEllison.com, you can listen to her previous show um, that she was on. And Michael's been on twice. It was, uh, he's a team beach body coach. And Michael, Michael shows are out there. So if you want to hear more and find out more about them, you can do that or you can Actually, click on the links on my webpage to learn more about them. But we started talking about what we wanted to do because Tiffany, Michael, I think the world out there is is it's backwards or, or it's all mixed up because if you watch television and you watch what people talk about success, one of the things that that they'll do is 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 they'll focus on self. Everyone wants to focus on what's mine, what's mine, what's mine, what's mine. And you look at the problems we have in society today, and you can see what happens when the world focuses on self, whereas we serve a God that tells us to serve others. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, T- Tiffany, you want to expand on that? Yeah, I mean, it just really goes along with what um, the Bible kind of already laid out was going to happen. Um, you know, later on, as time went on, it said that um, men would become lovers of themselves lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, and it just has evolved into that, and the media and um, the magazines and now the internet has just been, you know, thriving off of that, um, you know, sex sales and being beautiful sales and um, money is cool and having nice things is just, you know, there's nothing greater, and so we are just constantly bombarded with these images of what we should have and what what our lives should should look like. And if they don't, we need to work really, really hard, you know, to make sure they do. And in the process, um, I see a lot of people spending a lot of time on things that at the end of the day aren't really going to matter. And where is their spiritual health, you know, and all of that? And um, one of my missions is just to help people refocus and say, you know what, um, as the word says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world yet lose his own soul? Um, we're not going to be able to take any of this with us, so you might as well um, focus on what is eternal and what's going to last. Right. The only thing between the, the three of us that's going to be eternal is our soul. But it also may seem a little weird that I'm bringing Michael in on this. And we, we all three actually have a, a, a uh, desire for fitness and we, we enjoy fitness, which sounds weird in this situation because that does affect how we look. But more importantly, it actually affects how we, um, how we feel and how, 
how good our health is going to be. And right. What what attracted me with Michael is I hadn't seen Michael since we played softball together um, 15 or 16 years ago, and there's rumor that that might come to pass again for a bunch of old farts. That's right. But but, uh, uh, we'll see how that works out. Um, But anyway, I first saw Michael's post on Facebook, and and what attracted me was that image when I saw this guy – for those listening, Michael wasn't that out of shape when we played softball together 15 or 16 years ago. If you go to my Facebook page, you can see what out of shape was. That was me. <laughs> um, but uh, um, that's what drew me to, to see him. And then I started reading what he was posting. And and Michael through Team Beachbody and a lot of the other coaches that I actually hope to introduce um, the listeners to over the next uh, next month, next year, whatever it might be, that are actually changing the lives of people are doing it more and more than just fitness, Michael, tell me what some of your goals are and what, what attracted what attracted you first to Team Beachbody and then what is the driving force to, to continue for longevity? I guess what attracted me first was just, you know, being able to improve myself from a health and fitness standpoint because you know, I got two boys, I'm busy, don't have time to go to the gym. I you know, all my life I've tried to work out. Uh, I knew I was always an average athlete in high school. I wasn't like you, you know, Stuff. You got to go to college and all that stuff. I was just average, so I had to, you know, try to be in better shape and, and push myself in, in other areas. And at 39 years old at that point, I'm 40 now, you know, I, I was attracted to, you know, the shorter workouts, great nutrition and all that stuff. But as I got into it and really got to investigating what Team Beachbody was about, I really seen that they were passionate about people. And like Tiffany was talking about and you were talking about, the world, you know, we they are lovers of themselves. And and I started seeing all these coaches that were truly passionate about people. I seen, you know, successful coaches and when I say successful, you know, yeah, they make they make good money and all that stuff, but they're successful in the in the thing that they able to help a lot of people because if you want to be a successful coach, you can't be a lover of money. You have to be a lover of people because mm-hmm. people start seeing through that real quick and they see that He's just trying to sell me something, or she's just trying to sell me something. And when I started looking at this, uh, this Team Beachbody, I seen an opportunity for you know for me to be successful and significant at the same time. And successful for me was yeah, there's a there's a good business opportunity there, but successful in that I could do something that I loved. You know, I could I could do something that I'm passionate about, and and lead to something that I could even do full time. But I could be successful and significant, and significant in the fact that if I could reach a mom or a dad and make them healthy, then I could reach a kid, you know, a son or a daughter. And and that was some of my driving forces is because, you know, you see a lot of youth these days, teenagers, and even kids that are not even teenagers yet that are obese, they're overweight, they're unhealthy, and moms and dads think that's all right, right, you know, at that age, and it's not. It's killing them. And yeah, so I can they, they're, they're going to grow out of it, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. they're just going to grow out of it, but they're not going to grow out of it with all the bad habits that they've already created. And if I could teach mom and dad some better habits, and then that would carry over into the family. So it was just an awesome, uh, no doubt that God put me in that and put that in my life, you know, opportunity type of deal. So I've been, I've been in it a year, and man, I'm, I love it more and more every day. 
Yeah, and, and I saw the same thing in what I do for a living. And, and just for those that, that again, I, I'm a financial planner. I have the big initials after my name and all those things, but it still helped me manage to lose 40% of people's money in 2008. And there was a, 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 some big changes that took place in, a, in a, a journey that I have been on for the last five or six years, which started out with self-pity. Um, and it wasn't so much that, you know, it wasn't that I was was trying to harm anyone because I wasn't. It was just a matter of not it, – it was that idea of that perception versus reality where, where we're taught all the time that we've got to have this certain perception and we've got to um, – this is how you, how you do it and this is how you're supposed to look when in reality each one of us actually has a story if we're willing to tell that story that can really, really help people. But that's being able, being willing to humble ourselves and start telling the, the places where we messed up. You know, I think God has this greatest sense of humor of, of any of us because I started out with a business and it was a, it was a terrible idea when I was 24, 25 years old. But, you know, it was a, it was a great learning experience. But through that failed business, wound up with $200,000 worth of debt um, the debt is backed up by my mom and dad's house, and I have no income. Hmm. And it was a really, really scary thing. And that that experience ended about well, the experience with the debt didn't end for a long time. But the what what got me there didn't end until about 1997. And then two years later, I'm asked to come out to Wichita, Kansas, to be a financial planner. Now, if you don't think God has a sense of humor, <laughs> so but but in reality. The experience that my wife and I, and by the way, I have the greatest wife in the history of wives, and I hope Michael feels the same way about his wife, and I'm sure, Tiffany, you feel the same way about your husband. Mm -hmm. But so many marriages are broken up because of financial strain. It's mm -hmm. not that they don't love each other. It's just the strain of being able to pay, pay the bills that winds up being a wedge and, and driving you apart. But she has stuck with me thick and thin through all of this. We went from... Um, Living in an apartment, we came to Wichita. We went back to to South Carolina. We got the blessing of living in. And although I might take this one back, by the way, there's a friend of my dad that rented us a place in out in, in Belton. That was a one. It was a pool house. Hmm. And so it was one bedroom, a living room, and a kitchen and a bathroom for two hundred dollars. And we didn't have any nice. other bills except for the phone bill and the cable bill if we chose to have those. And we have free access to the swimming pool right outside of our door. So I might take that one back when the kids move, back, <laughs> yeah. move out. But um, you know, we came out here, worked in this industry for, for quite some time. And, I, I, again, there are little things in there. You guys ever have – are you in a, ever been in a situation where you look at things and you go, something just doesn't feel right about this? But oh, you yeah. just – wind up going along with the flow because that's what other people are doing in, in whatever your industry might be or whatever you're doing in life, only to find out your gut feeling was right mm -hmm. several years later. But had I listened to that gut feeling, the story and the ability to help people that I have now may not have ever happen, happened. And it, it is a blessing to go through. And Tiffany, you're more the expert on scripture than I am. So there are <laughs> verses that talk about those things where where the sufferings we go through today, mm -hmm. I count we count those as blessings. Should we not? Right, absolutely. And you know, <clears throat> if you think about uh our greatest example, which is Jesus, I was talking to somebody the other day because the book that I wrote is about 
our struggles with the enemy and how they're going to be there, and there's nothing you can do about them, but you can learn how to fight. And if you think about Jesus as our example, he was approached, and the Bible only tells us about a few times, but I'm sure there were numerous times that the enemy came against him and tested him and tried him. And each test, you know, he got through it, and he was our example. And we cannot think that we're going to, you know, have it any better than he did, that there are going to be tests thrown at us. There are going to be trials um, that come our way. And each and every one that we go through, hopefully brings us closer, you know, to our Savior and closer to, um, you know, being a better example to other people and being able to say, hey, you know what, I've been there. And I can actually say that now because I can't tell you since what Chris and I went through the number of women I have met that are going through a divorce or are separated. And I can literally look them in the eyes and say with all honesty, I know exactly how you feel. I know what you're going through, but blah, blah, blah. And then I can tell them, you know, our our experience, what happened. And had Chris and I not gone through what we went through, I would not be able to sympathize with these women and hopefully give them some hope. And that's what it's all about. You know, if you think about all the things that Joseph went through to get to the palace, you know, he was thrown in the pit, thrown in jail, um, falsely accused, you know, but in the end, God's purpose still happened. And I, and I think that's what we've got to keep in, in our mind is that no matter what trials, uh, tests or whatever we go through, God's plan for our lives, as long as we keep our trust in Him, is going to ultimately happen. Um, and then we have a story to tell. Yep, and we're going to talk more about this with Tiffany and Michael when we get back. If you want to learn more about Tiffany, I've got a link to TiffanySwilly.com on, on my on my website. I also have really the one you want to follow with Michael is, is on his Facebook page. Follow Michael, and you'll learn a ton more. We'll be back from this break in a minute. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Listen for Trust Across America every week on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in as the show is often hosted by national experts in the fields of leadership, teamwork, management, corporate responsibility, accounting, governance, finance, organizational behavior, and sustainability, as well as companies that are applying strategies that are enabling them to be more trustworthy. Your hosts are trusted professionals with years of experience in applying strategies with today's leading organizations. Trust Across America is heard Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Have you learned how to play the money game? There are all kinds of rules when it comes to money. Should I spend it now or save it for the ultimate rainy day? If I make a tiny mistake now, will it really affect everything in the long term? For the answers, tune in to Cultivate Your Financial Health with Wayne Firebaugh. You'll come away from each show with a better understanding of the rules of money and how it sets up your future. Listen Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time with a replay Saturdays at 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Join Dr. Linda Iniguez every week for the Shrink Wrap Forum. This show discusses topics that you wouldn't normally hear in today's media. In the forum, virtually no topic is off limits. 
We invite you to join us and participate or dive into the stream where we value independent thought, talk to those people that are making a difference, and explore ideas considered outside the box. The Shrink Wrap Forum can be heard live every Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned to the Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show, where this week we're actually going to start talking about the changing the world, but we're going to start putting it into action. And I've invited Tiffany Sweeley, who has been on the show in the past. She is a motivational speaker. She has her own ministry, and she's the author of a book called Prepare for Battle. And then Michael Gowan, whom I've known most of my life, I don't remember not knowing him, although I know I've known Tiffany longer, um, <laughs> is I found Michael a, a a few months back, and he's been on the show as a team beach body coach. I mean, he has transformed his, his body into uh, uh, and he's he's a machine, but it's not really what he was trying just trying to do. Granted, he wanted to get in better shape, but we're now trying to figure out how through the show and through those of you listening to this show to bring this together in a way that we can help others in, in what we've gone through. Because when we look at what the complete person might consist of one is the spiritual side and i'm doing this in order in this order on purpose because i think this is the order that it should be we should look at it because the spiritual side deals with eternity it deals with where our soul is going to go for eternity and then the physical side and the health side determines our lives today and in our lives today if we're not healthy we can't get to the third one and worry about it which is financial which is where me being the least important of the three of us in here comes into play, but uh, although I do have the radio show, right? But, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, um, all three of those things can help create the, the complete person, but more importantly, if we can bring individuals, and that's how we change the world, it's changing one individual at a time, whether it be through your ministry, Tiffany, mm-hmm. um, through, through fitness and your ministry, Michael, or, or through what both you and I, Michael, have in common, which is, is coaching young people young men and and teaching them lessons of perseverance and and honor and honesty and all those things that can be learned through youth sports we're we're both doing that when i left that out because you are coaching as well and it, it gives us the opportunity to put all these three together and we just ask for for prayer from those that are listening to to guide us in the direction that we want to go but let's go back a little bit to uh to to your own stories um tiffany if you want to start uh, ladies first, Michael. That's right. Um, and and, and uh, mm. tell us a little bit about your story and how you got to to be an author because you and I have known each other long enough, but we know neither one. Actually, you have a story where you you were told you weren't really that good of a writer and you should probably practice at it. Right. And, and I can remember trying to give a, a speech in front of a physics class about a knuckleball, and I couldn't hardly hold my hand still <laughs> in, in, in front of 20 people. So, right, um, right. Tell us a little bit about your story. 
Well, um, yeah, this, what you were referring to is when I was in college and uh, I was forced to take English composition, which, you know, I tried to get a Bachelor of Music degree so I, I didn't have to take a lot of extra courses, but I could not escape English composition. But um, so it, there was a lot of writing involved, and I remember having a <clears throat> meeting with my teacher, and she said, you know, Tiffany, she said, writing um, is, you know, something that you have to to practice, and I can tell you, you haven't had a lot of it. And so, <laughs> I just laughed, and I said, you're right, you are so right. So anyway, I got out of there with a C. So no, I was never um, uh, intending on becoming any kind of uh, book author. I'm a singer, and I'm a performer, and um, God has opened doors to allow me to, to speak, so that was good enough. I was, I was happy with that, um, but after Chris and I went through our... Um, our marriage problems and separated, and um, the enemy really threw almost everything but the kitchen sink at us. Um, yet God prevailed and put everything back together again. And uh, we look at each other now and go, "There's no way we would be where we are today um, if we hadn't gone through that because things are so different." And, and you did believe that when you were going through it, did you? Do what? You didn't think that when you were no. actually going through it, though, did you? No, I, uh, no, I didn't. I thought that we were so far apart on opposite ends of the world that that you know it would never be great that we would maybe just hang on. But God has made it not just a marriage of holding on; it's been a marriage of um, the love that we always wanted for each other and wanted to give each other. And um, so I just wrote a book, started journaling uh, what God taught me. Um, because there were so many times I wanted to give up, so many times I said, you know, I'm moving on. Um, I can't, I can't have any more faith. My faith is gone. Um, but through different people that God would just send into my life, I would constantly be getting encouraged. No, you can't give up yet. You can't give up yet. And um, so I just put that in a book because I know if, if it's not your marriage, it's something else. It, it, it might be your health. Uh, it might be your finances, you know, because I can tell you right now, finances do cause a lot of trouble in relationships. It, it creates a, a large amount of stress, you know, on um, a couple, um, which bleeds over into the family. And so that that's very important. And, you know, if somebody has a health issue and they're sick, that puts a great deal of stress. So it's like you said, all three components, you know, God is interested in all three things working. And if it makes you feel better, Mickey, you know, Jesus actually talked about money more than heaven. In the <laughs> <laughs> That's how important it is. So, yeah, God just did a miraculous work, and I just want everybody to know, and I really want to have an opportunity to minister to couples that are going through trouble. And, oh. you know, you talk about the money part, and the one thing that I've, I've learned how to do in, in the first uh, in, in 15 years of doing this, I know a lot of ways to lose money, and we won't do those anymore. <laughs> uh, and and I, know, I know a lot about debt, and, and, yeah. and it's really, really uh, tempting out there to take the easy way out and just borrow the money to, to move along. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Michael, through, through Team Beachbody, you guys have um, – have, you guys started with it the way you did. I want you to tell a little bit about your story. You did tell quite a bit in, in the first segment, but to refresh people on what what drove you um, to do this, because I, I, I like the part that you, you mentioned earlier about helping parents 
And, and, and the reason I like the part about helping parents is because our kids watch what we do more than what we, listen to what we say. And I learned that just coaching baseball. I, the, the reaction I was getting from, from kids that were on our baseball team was more of a reflection on us. And we made a couple of changes. And my goodness, you should have seen the change in this group of kids in, in, in this last season. And it was the most fun I've ever had. But tell us a little bit more about your story, Michael. Well, I mean, just, just growing up, you know, in a, in a good a good home, good mom, good dad, you know, and, and taught a lot of good stuff. But then just as I got older and, and learning the ways of the world, you know, I'm sitting here listening to both y'all's stories. And, I mean, I've got a lot of similarities with, you know, with marriage and struggles at times and finances and struggles at times. And then Tiffany just said something that struck, struck me a while ago, you know, yet God. And I just think about all the different things in my life that God has worked miracles through and, and the things that he's put in my life and opportunities he's given me. And just, just with this Beachbody opportunity to be able to, hear stories like, you know, like what y'all are talking about, what other people go through, and being able to, uh, I, I think back to so many times, I remember sitting in a class with a bunch of older guys, and I'm talking, uh, you know, 60s and 70s, and they're talking about the struggles of life. Uh, just as long you were talking about me, right? Since no, I'm so much no, older not people that graduate in the 80s or nothing like that, you know, just, just <laughs> old, old, older guys, great guys, you know, and they said, you know, you're either going into a storm, you're in the middle of one, or coming out. Mm-hmm. And and so many times with the health and fitness and with with Beachbody, I love it. It's you got to help people mentally and spiritually. And if you ever see in my challenge groups, I know Mickey's seen inside what we really do. We don't get in there and just post clean eating recipes every day and just here's the, you know workout thing and all that. We're working on people mentally and spiritually and and trying because if you're mentally weak, if you're spiritually weak, then you're physically weak. Mm-hmm. And and through Beachbody, you know, I share. I'm real. If you look at my page, I talk about my Christian walk. You know, I'm, I'm posting things about that. I don't overwhelm people, but they know where I stand. And, and when you can help people that way, then you can help them become better overall healthy, you know, just health-wise, mentally, physically, spiritually, whatever it may be. And that does carry over into their kids. And, uh, you know, I think about you, you having Katie Erstone next week, and, and you'll hear about her and how going through those struggles has made her marriage better. You know, mm. yeah, she's a beach body coach. Man, she's helped oh my gosh, she ain't no telling oh. how many people. But, you know, from the from the physical standpoint. But she's inspired that much that many more, you know, uh just through her story and her struggles. And does she want to go through that? Heck no. Her and her husband, neither one. He would take it on all day long. But as a beach body coach, whatever God's put us in and that's the avenue he's given me I've been able to help a lot of people to become just better people. And it does impact their marriage. It impacts their family. You know, mm-hmm. Tiffany's speaking of it um, and how she's able to share her story. And when you can when you can change one person in a family, you know, that might be the weak link. And when you can do that, man, it, it changes a generation and generations to come. And it's just well, I, uh, it's exciting, you know. And it, I can I can tell you, Michael, with with the physical fitness part of it, and it it does all tie together because once I got back into shape, it's amazing how much more productive and everything that I do I became. Mm-hmm. And Tiffany, you got a little secret out there that you're not posting a whole lot about that somebody what? participated in some fitness contest not too long ago, and <laughs> as a and as a certified trainer, by the way. Yes, I did. Um... I, I just had to get, you know, myself focused again after everything we went through. You can't focus too much on, um, you know, on your body and working out when you've, you're overwhelmed with everything else. So sure. after this, 
the storm had calmed, I said, you know, I really need to get back in shape. I want to get to where I was before. So I gave myself a challenge to compete in um, a fitness contest in, um, I think it was in Jackson, Tennessee, back in May. And then my trainer and I are training for one in uh, November 8th in Kentucky. So I do that because I'm competitive, and I do that because I'm goal-oriented and I need something to push me. So. And, and and that is one of the common threads that you'll see between all of us. And I think I have both of you beat on the picture that's on. The, you got to go to the Mickey Ellison Show um, uh, Facebook page to get to see these pictures. But okay. uh, um, and 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 Michael is the reason I had to post them because he made me speak. He forced me to say it out loud. And and my good friend Rhonda Alexander Hightower was was very very persisted that I would actually post that picture because I thought I got away with it, but she wouldn't let me off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Tiffany knows Rhonda too. But, um, yeah. you know, I'm looking forward to what we're going to do because, you know, I, I was actually reminded this week um, if, of, you know, our time here on, on this earth is limited. Right. Um, what, what impact we can have is, is what we're doing right now. Um, my, my wife has a cousin who uh, just Sunday, just Sunday past, um, dropped dead of a heart attack at 37 years old. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's not, uh, it's just one of those reminders, and I don't know why it takes that for us to realize that we do have a limited time on this earth. And, right. and what impact are we going to have? Is it going to be how many things that I have accumulated that we've talked about, especially as very very prevalent in what I do for a living that mm-hmm. that everyone is so so focused on on getting stuff getting stuff and you know I, I told someone that we deal with a lot of people that spend their entire life worried about having enough money for retirement only to retire to re- spend the rest of their life wondering if they did save enough money right and well, you, you know in the Bible poverty is actually um, called a curse. <clears throat> and especially in the book of Proverbs, and I would really recommend, I don't care if you're a believer or not, it doesn't really matter. If you just read the book of Proverbs, I can't tell you uh, how your life would change. The cool thing about Proverbs is that there's 31 chapters. So each day you get up, you could read the corresponding chapter to whatever day of the month it is. You could literally read that book every month. But <clears throat> it talks so much about money it talks so much about how to eat. It talks about not eating the king's food. Um, it, and it, it just lays everything out so beautifully. But the scripture that keeps coming to my mind about what the three of us are talking about is, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. And prosperity is physical, spiritual, and financial. And he gave us that in his word that he wishes above all things that we prosper. You cannot be, you know, uh, struggling financially and say, I'm prospering. You can't be sick with a disease and say, I'm prospering. Your soul, your spirit, your uh, financial life, and your health, God wishes above all things that they would prosper. That doesn't mean you're not going to go through hard times. But that does mean that you are going to come out of them, and that's his greatest desire, is that each area of our lives uh, would prosper, because God's got a plan for each person, and in order to do that plan, you've got to be healthy. You've got to take care of yourself, you know, 
And um, if we would just pay close attention to, you know, the things that he's laid out for us when it comes to money. Uh, did you know in the book of Proverbs it talks about don't co-sign for anybody? It yep. says <laughs> It warns you, do not co-sign for other people. Uh, all of that. It's just a wonderful book. I highly recommend people, whether you've ever read Proverbs or not, start on it and read it every month. It's amazing. Yeah, and why I hope that everyone listening is a believer, and, and I'm guessing that that's not really all the case. Although, if you're still listening at this point, you're at least putting up with us um, <laughs> right. to, an, to an extent. But, right. you know, the book of Proverbs is, is a great book that even if right now you're not a Christian, just get a Bible and read it anyway because yeah. it is just common sense stuff that mm-hmm. that uh, we we all can, can pro, uh, prosper from and profit from. Um, you know, we're coming up on a break. The main thing I want us to do in this last segment is to talk about um, what it is that with, – not, not detail because we haven't even got there yet, but put it out what we're going to try to do. And hopefully those of you listening to the show will, will like my Facebook page, like Tiffany Sweely's Facebook page, and like Michael's Facebook page and start to follow us. And we hope to bring uh, – the, the ministry of, of, of the spiritual, the financial, and, and the physical all to you at one point at some point in time. And um, we hope that it, it benefits each and every person that listens to what we're talking about. We'll talk more with Tiffany. We'll talk more with Michael when we get back from this break. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology with Dr. Joseph Schuldenrein. You'll learn about forensics, ancient civilizations, and human origins. Listen to Dr. Schuldenrein and colleagues discuss their excavations and related archaeological topics, ranging from the unique to the sublime, and yes, even the mundane. Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology, live Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. It's time to take a new look at some of life's changing moments. It's time to listen to an expert who has been there and can provide insight through experience, studies, and enlightening guests. Tune in to Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. Host Lindsay Levinson takes a look at relationships, parenting, health and wellness, divorce, depression, sexuality, philanthropy, and mental health. You'll look at everything you know in a different way. Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets, airs Wednesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Museums are great places to work and wonderful places to visit. But are they essential? How can we improve our museum practice so that museums remain vital and essential players in society? Listen for Museum Life with host Carol Bossert, where each week we'll discuss timely and topical issues of concern to the museum community. Museum Life can be heard live every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to The Mickey Ellison Show, where we have been talking a lot about uh, growing yourself and talking about how the spiritual part is so important, the physical and health side is so important, and the financial and how all these three tie together. I have with me today Tiffany Sweeley, who has been a long-term, long-time friend of mine uh, my entire life, and uh, Michael Gowan, who has been uh, the same thing, not my entire life. I don't remember knowing you when I was three, Michael, uh, <laughs> but I did know Tiffany then, I think. But um, anyway, I, I wanted you guys to come on the show because – I really believe um, in, in divine appointments. And mm. Tiffany, you and I probably hadn't talked for over 20 years. Probably not. Um, mm. and, and really, I think the first time we, we physically spoke to one another was about five minutes before the last show that you were on. And if you guys want to hear that, you can go to the MickeyEllison.com website and listen to that show and hear the, the story that Tiffany tells. And it's fantastic. You can also uh, go to her website, and, and she is the author of, of a book, Prepare for Battle, that I think each and every one of you should read. And I have read it, by the way, Tiffany. Good. Thanks for sending it to me. And <laughs> um, yep, the Pony Express got it. <laughs> and That's so funny. Uh, I was trying to read that before you got came on the show, but I know. You, know, you put them, you put it on the slow pony. Um, <laughs> I know, I did. <laughs> But uh, and Michael, you and I last time I saw you, you and I were trying to play softball, um, reliving our our glory days at, at Palmetto High School, and and uh, rumor has it that might actually happen again here in the next few months. And by the way, you need to tell Weaver he's got to get that thing really spread, uh, scheduled really well because I'm coming from 1,100 miles away to do that. It'll and, be some local Mayo Hill tournament, I'm sure. <laughs> but, but I need a little time to prepare for that one. I'm physically I'm prepared. I just got to be able to get there. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I wanted you, you you two to come on uh, this week because I really believe that that this is the timing of us coming back together was what was divinely inspired and and hopefully we can live up to what I think God is calling us to do and that is to help help folks. We're we're all three trying to do it in our own different ways and I believe that. Um, We've been brought together to, to do it together, whether that be physically in the same towns at times or if that just means doing it through our Facebook pages pages and our Internet pages. Um, and uh, Michael and I even started talking about this a, a while back before, Tiffany, before you were on. And mm-hmm. it, it, it just means a lot that, that I there's so many people that go through the things that we have all – all three of us have gone through. You've gone through the, the marital problems. Actually, I have a hiccup in, in mind that I haven't really talked about. I actually have an experience in my child childhood that mm-hmm. um, no one knows about. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only a couple people know about it. And for those listening, it, it, it was uh, – uh, I had great parents. I had a great brother. It was not family-oriented, but it was an experience that one day um, in, in the right circumstance I will bring it up. Um, and, and, uh, you know, through your experience with your marriage and, and Michael through, through fitness and, and what you're trying to do, you know, I, I think you mentioned on the, on the first show that you were on, your real inspiration for doing it was your own kids. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. My youngest boy, both of them, you know, but especially my youngest boy, he, uh, they're just two different kids like me and my brother. My brother's six, four, two eighty, six, five, six, six. He's a beast anyway. And he's my younger brother and I'm. 
six foot, probably one eighty now, you know, and they're they're the same way. He's just a bigger boy, and so he just you know struggles a little bit with weight and things like that. And so uh, knowing that I impacted him and could influence him, it really pushed me to watch my soft drinks, watch all those little things. And you know, in the past year, he's lost almost thirty pounds just on his own drinking water and doing little things. So yes, it definitely. If if I don't help anybody else, I help change his life. You know, that's awesome. And it was is definitely definitely a, a main driver for me. And, and for those that that don't know uh, these guys, Tiffany, I have told multiple people that you are the most talented singer that I have ever known personally. <laughs> oh, I don't know so much about that, but thank you. <laughs> well, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Because you, I mean, you can sing opera. You've you've sang in. In the Alabama Theater, which is going to be country, I'm assuming you can probably sing some rock. Mm-hmm. And your latest CD that you've just released, I listened to the first track of the track you have on your website, mm-hmm. and it sounds like you would be in, in one of the Southern Black churches from right. from years ago. Yes, and, and I think that's probably people's your background. Song. What's that's that? That's a Dottie. That's a Dottie People's song. So yes, that that was in the Black Church. <laughs> and uh, and it's fantastic. It is fantastic. And Michael, you have. You kept this secret from a bunch of us a long time playing softball. You can sing, too. Yeah, I remember looking up to Tiffany. I think I was a freshman, and she was a senior. And, uh, and you know, they sang most of my life and stuff, and I always remember looking at her and going, oh, my gosh, this this uh, this girl, I guess I would think at the time, was just a lady to me. You know, <laughs> was, I was like, she is amazing, and just, just wanting to be, you know, to drive me more. And you talk about that competitive edge. I remember Tiffany wanting to be the best. I remember being in choir and, yeah, you know, course and things, and her always striving to be the best, you know, and learning all that stuff. And yeah, but I sing a little bit. I got to sing this past Sunday night at church, and you know, the praise band and singing uh, funeral here recently of a, of a wonderful lady, and it's kind of passed on to my youngin' too. So that's awesome. Just another. Well, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to see where I fit in this because I <laughs> I, I got the lead role in, in, in a play in, in, uh-huh. in elementary school. It was the Pied Piper, and I was the Pied Piper. And, and Miss Bozeman, our music teacher, <laughs> took the tambourine away from me because I couldn't. I couldn't keep the beat. And uh, I, I told her oh, that I, there's no way I'm doing this part if I actually have to sing. And after hearing me sing, she probably thought that was a good idea. <laughs> My dad always said he played the jug. That was it. <laughs> like, no, Daddy, you can't even play that. I'm sorry. So, well, you know, everybody I took, has different talents. You know, I can't well, I, hit a baseball to save my life. So, you know. Well, I took piano through sixth grade, and once I had to get my right hand and my left hand moving at different times, that became a problem. <laughs> and it is funny because we do all have different talents, and and we can use those talents to help others. But, you know, I also think that we, we learn through some of those struggles we talked about earlier in the show what some of our weaknesses are, and we can't mm-hmm. be afraid of those weaknesses. I actually had was at church this past, this past weekend, and um, I, I actually heard a, a sermon that concerned me just a little bit because it mm-hmm. was talking they, – they were doing a personality test. Oh, no. To see what your strengths are. Well – and, and just work toward those areas. But you know what, Michael? You and I both grew up, and Tiffany, you did you did this as well with writing a book. You had certain weaknesses, and those, you know, mm-hmm. I could go out there all day long. My my brother and I were were both pretty good hitters. Mm-hmm. I knew that to get to play at a different level, I had to be able to play good defensively. And we would look at those weaknesses. I couldn't run. I spent hours upon hours to be as slow as I actually was, and that was as fast as I could get. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, it 
and, and those weaknesses are the areas that that I think we can spend some time focusing on as well. So that you know we get called to do these things. You got called to write a book, Michael. I mean, mm-hmm. Tiffany, and, mm-hmm. and and I got called to do a radio show when I can't even – standing in front of a group of people used to mm-hmm. scare me to death. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget having to give that speech at, at our graduation at Salutatorian, and thank mm-hmm. God those people were all the way up the football stands and couldn't see the paper actually shaking. Right, right. But, but we, we get an opportunity to take those, those talents that we have. Yes, we enhance those, but we really become – better people by focusing on those areas because when we look at the spiritual, the physical, and the financial side, almost every one of us has a weakness in one of those three. Am I not correct? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I let the, I absolutely let Chris handle the finances because um, it would be really, really bad if I was the only one in charge. And he's got such a good, um, well, you know, his background is German, and if you know anything about Germans, they hate debt. And so he just is very adamant about um, that, and I always say I'm the kite and he's the string, and <laughs> we need a lot more strings sometimes. So I'm I'm just glad he balances me and and can take care of of that and keep our house in order and stuff. Um, because you know I, I understand from a man's perspective being the you know the breadwinner in a lot of cases and being kind of the head of the home that they, they feel so responsible for if things go well or if things go. Uh, or, or things don't, and I think for a long time I, I struggled with understanding how it impacted him. And I think that as as women, sometimes we don't quite understand um, how big of a, a stress it is on our husbands because you guys like to take your emotions back into your cave and and keep them there. You know, you don't you, you don't share them very often, but but they're there and they're really really heavy, and um, you know. Unfortunately, I didn't see that a lot of times, and um, that's just one thing that, you know, as a woman, I think we need to to always pay attention to is how much these things are weighing, you know, on our husbands, because it makes a, a big difference in how they feel. Yeah, and and my with my wife, she she is kind of the same way, except... I I am the the one that will come up with this next idea that I I want to do and, and she'll go oh lord what are you about to get us into now <laughs> well when I first started doing the the political show here on 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 uh, on radio with with uh, Joseph Ashby she goes you're not going to get in politics are you I said no I, in fact the direction I've I started taking this show even before you guys came on was the to get it away from politics because I think <laughs> politics is part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a way of just um, getting us at, at odds with one another for some other person's political uh, gain or or, mm-hmm. or power gain or power grab or whatever it might be. But we we want to try to bring people together. Yes, we have differences. There are huge differences between Tifty and I. Mm-hmm. You know, she you might enjoy going to the opera. I would be miserable at the opera. I right. would just go. I just sat three hours <laughs> in the thing. I have no idea what they just said. Uh, Michael and I would probably get along just fine because we'd show up at a Braves game, and That's right. you know the Brave the Braves game may bore you to death. Although I think you might enjoy that too, Tiffany. I probably would. <laughs> but but uh, you know what I hope that the listeners are getting out of this is that the three of us are trying. We're going to try to come together to to bring something greater. Uh, than the the three of us. It's not to bring attention to the three of us. Um, we have not even talked about fin- our financial gain from this because, frankly, right now there isn't any. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It gives us the opportunity 
uh, Tiffany, you have folks around you where we can start to tell their stories. Michael has already introduced me to my guest that's going to be on next week, uh, mm-hmm. a lady named Katie Ersta. That it, It's a phenomenal story. When I sit back and look at the problems I've had in my life, I don't have any mm-hmm. compared to what she what she has gone through. And mm-hmm. um, the, the stories of these people that that you know they battle against all odds you mentioned earlier uh tiffany about about joseph's problems with 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 his brothers i mean i can't even imagine going through what that guy went through and still Mm -hmm. have the faith that god god was there for you right um the story of job i mean i you you hear someone say they're having a bad day job had a bad day right i've never had a bad day if that's what it is right right he had an epic bad day yeah, he had an epic bad day. And but the good I don't... thing about it is that is that God uh, repaid him double, you know, what he lost. And I think that that's one thing we need to hold on to is that whatever happens in our life, that you know, the the word says that our enemy comes but to steal, kill, and to, and destroy. Whatever he's stolen, God says I will repay. And He gave Job double what he had before. He gave him double financially, um, and He gave him his health back. And so you need to claim that, whatever you feel like has been stolen from your life. You know, God said, I will repay you for that. And that's just a wonderful promise. You know, I think that our marriage is twice as good as it was before. You know, God has really gave us back double. And the other things that we lost, you know, Chris and I are holding on to the fact that we're going to get that back uh, because God is faithful, and He, if He did it for Job, what you got to remember is, if He did it for Job, He'll do it for you. If He did it for Joseph, He'll do it for you. He loves you just as much as He loves them. And, and it brings us the opportunity, Michael. We have a couple minutes left, so you need to speak a little bit on here. Although I could just sit here and listen to Tiffany. That's why she does uh, does does speaking engagements, and I don't get invited to do that. But. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it it is an opportunity that we have, and we do take this seriously. We hope that 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 those of you listening to this show will 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 take what we're talking about. You know, you go through those struggles. One thing that you can do through what we're we're doing together is connect with other people, so that when you are in those those down times and everything seems so dark, that you have someone to say, "Hey, you're going to be okay." Um, we have about a minute left in the show, Michael. How do people find you? Well, the best thing to do is go to uh, just the CoachMichaelGalwin.com, you know, to find a lot of information out. But I, I tell you something, Mickey, that you just hit on that, that I'd like to just maybe even close up with is, is that what we're trying to do. There's a book that I've read called The Compound Effect. And, you know, as people start joining us on this journey to help people improve spiritually, you know, physically and financially, that's what it'll be. You know, three people become, you know, 30 and 30 become 100, and we just join arms. To, uh, to impact other people's lives. And that's how we're going to change the world. That's how right. we're going to do that. That's, uh, it can't just be three people. Mm-hmm. There's got to be other people getting on board with us and saying, you know what, I'd like to participate in that. I'd like to participate in a call. I'd like to participate in, in your beach body challenge. I'd like to go listen to Tiffany when she speaks or help, you know, get some help from Mickey financially or even add to it and help us yeah. and join us on this journey. Absolutely. Yeah, and, you can, and you can also find Tiffany at tiffanysweely.com. Um, you can get more information. Follow like the the Mickey Ellison Show uh, Facebook page. Go to my page. I can put you in touch with them. You can email me Mickey at MickeyEllison dot com. I want to thank you guys so much for being on the show. It's been a blast, and hopefully we, we will we will have an impact on folks to to come. Don't miss next week's show with Katie Ersta. It's a story that you definitely need to hear. Um, see you next week.
Thanks so much for joining us on the Mickey Ellison Show. Mickey plans to be here again next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We hope you'll be here, too. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 